Hey, this is Francesca Ludicar, creative director of the band Nonpoint and 361 Degrees Records. You are listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we're scratching the itch to make good on our word in two ways. You probably heard in some previous interview episodes. Usually we end by saying something to the effect of, hey, next time you have something you want to promote, come on and we'll help you out with it. <laughs> and two, we spoke with Jason Zielstra of Nonpoint about almost exactly a year ago. And the conversation ended with Dan apologizing for getting COVID and missing Shiprocked, to which Jason <laughs> responded, don't let it happen again. And oh, I know it was hard. (laughs) And uh, he didn't let it happen again. And so, (laughs) so we are here today with Jason and Rashid of Nonpoint to discuss both that shiprocked experience that has happened now in 2023, as well as their brand new music that is coming out literally within 24 hours of you hearing this episode. (laughs) Yes. Welcome, guys. We're really happy to have hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, thank you for having us on the show together. Yeah. Yes. We absolutely love having multiple band members on the show. It's just a lot more fun, to be honest. And that's really what this podcast is all about, is uh, having fun, listening to good music and talking about mm-hmm. great music. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, that's I think I feel like we, that was what we got to do for a whole entire week on Ship Rocked. <laughs> and, uh, and so yeah, I, it was great. Yeah, real quick, wanted to touch base on that because I know that uh, I think out of all the people on the entire boat, I probably ran into you the most, Rashid. And I, I think at some point I even said to you, I don't know if you're stalking me or I'm stalking you, but yeah, I, just, yeah, I, remember I, that. I feel like I'm seeing you everywhere, man. You know, it's funny is that, uh, like you say, you saw me everywhere, but my bandmates never saw me. They, all, they <laughs> play like, I never see you. Where are this you at? True. Right? This is true. Right, Jay, you're like, yep, you're like yep. where are you guys at? Like. I was everywhere. Like I really saw everybody, but like I never saw y'all. I, mean, I wasn't like I was dodging y'all. I was no, nah, no. Nah. I was just kicking it with yeah, everybody. He was. he was. That's awesome. It's just like when I was on this end of the boat, he was on that end of the boat, and then Elias <laughs> was on that end of the boat. And every time we come across, we were on the opposite sides of the boat when we crossed the boat. So, yeah. see, that's that's just good marketing right there because you're like wherever you go on this boat, you will find nonpoint. You cannot <laughs> escape that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> It is true. Actually, I always saw like one of the members like Adam was hanging out in the, on the 11th floor deck when I was watching some show. And that was, I think, one of the most fun parts about it is like there was always some place that you were going to run into somebody. I realized after being on the boat, that was like non-points element. Like you guys are always out and enjoying the crowd, regardless of what show it is. And like this is an entire week of, of doing that. So, you know, how my question is basically like. your first time being on Shiprock, did you like just realize that this is what Nonpoint was built for or what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I guess for me, man, I, I I didn't know what to expect. You know, when I first got on Shiprock, I was like, what, like a a cruise with rock (laughs) bands? Like, like what we just play and then like, we just hang out and, (laughs) and yeah, basically that's what happens. Like you go and you play and then you just hang out with everybody and, everybody's so cool and everybody's so like cordial and like we you know people get crazy they get drunk and 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 all that too but like for the most part everybody is super cool and like i was not expecting what ship rock was and you know always looking forward to it every year now you know 
this is six years for you, Rashid. Like, how does it, yeah. uh, how does it differ from year to year? Like going each year, does it get better? About the same? What do you think? <laughs> it totally, it, you know what? It totally gets better because there's a Shiprock family, right? So there's yeah, like yeah. people that go every year, yeah. every year before the ship is up, you know, they are already putting their pre-saves down for the next ticket <laughs> for next year, you know, it's, and those people show up every year. And now, now it's just like seeing your friends at camp, right? It's yeah. adult camp. Yep, yep. basically <laughs> so we're all like you know campers at this camp on the ocean <laughs> on international waters and we're all just hanging out and seeing our favorite bands and hanging out and it's just it's great and every year it gets better because you know more people and you then see those people and you're like hey what's up <laughs> you know so it's like you know, you get to see your homie from last year that, you know, you may not even, you may have just met last year. Yeah. But now you're friends and maybe you talk throughout the last year, you yeah. know, and now you're meeting up again. So, you know, it, it, I think it, you know, it gets better every time. It's like a brain twang. <laughs> I can totally back that up too because it being my second year, I agree. It's just that this year was 10 times better than last year. And to, mm-hmm go further with what Rashid was saying it, it is like all those people are there year after year and it is like a family and the funny thing is you see all these people throughout the year too because they come yeah. to the show when you're in different cities and they bring their their shiprock flags and they want to get together and take a shiprock picture and it's yep. it's all over the country every time mm-hmm. you know that's exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted to make mention of too because that's the one thing that blew me away is like I was hanging out with a couple artists and no matter who the artist was talking to like a lot of times they're like, Oh, I'm not familiar with your band. But anytime that artist would talk with one of the members of Shiprock family, like that person would be at that band show, like that set and seeing that band, even though they'd never heard of them, but you know, because that interaction, they were there. Like that's, that was Mm -hmm. one thing that blew me away was that they, everybody almost that I heard say that made good on their promise. and was at that set. That that was because I I just never seen that before. Like everybody's always like, yeah, 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 great. You know, I'll check it out. But they were there. They they showed up, and that's that was what was impressive to me the most. And and you Mm -hmm. got two times to see each band too. So you get if you you can't make one set, you get to make another one. You you know you can trade off with your time schedule and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was exhausting though because uh you know I had to see both sets of non points and and a lot of other bands, and so it's just it's grueling when you're uh not taking a break and going to see all this music and, and just trying to make the most of it. And so it's, it's the, it, the, the term vacation harder is definitely true. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was your yeah. first time. That was your first time, right, Dan? Yes, yeah. it was. What was it? What yeah. was it? How, how was it for you? Like uh, getting familiar with the boat? I think that's the biggest <laughs> struggle. I had the first yeah, year yeah. with once you get like, cause this was the same different boat, but the exact same layout. So I was completely familiar with everything on the boat this year. What was it like for you? Uh, it took me about two to three days uh, to get used to it. The, the thing that threw me off was not being able to get to like one side of the boat from the other on certain floors, like floor three and stuff. Cause they had certain mm-hmm. sections closed off. Once I figured that part out and just, you know, I have to go to like certain elevator shafts to get to certain floors and certain areas. And, but once I figured that out, I didn't have any issues, but yeah, I, I can definitely see, especially like when you're trying to make a show and you're wanting to like get to the other side of the boat as quick as possible. You're like, all right, where the hell can I go to get there? Like it's around all these people. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely an experience that i'll never forget that's for sure yeah yeah you're gonna go you're gonna go back next year oh yeah yeah we yeah i'm trying to convince these guys to go because it just didn't feel right go Go. he's trying to sell us on it just go man yeah dude (laughs) exactly 
I'm more interested in the idea now than I was before, but I also still have like a car to buy and some pretty big expenses coming <laughs> yeah. up here. So I'm like, I gotta find a couple grand sitting around to to spend on on a cruise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's but true. if I did, this would definitely be the one. So I think they do. I think they set up like payment plans you can make throughout the year. There you go. It kind of kind of alleviates it a little bit. Yeah. What a I want a radio show group discount plan that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say but they don't do band discounts i was like yeah much, much less us <laughs> that's the rumor going around i don't know <laughs> one thing i was uh, kind of surprised is that you guys did not play i know that you guys you know kind of teasing new music at the show but you did not play any of the new songs is there any particular reason for that the uh, new song we did for Heart- heartless for did you play Heartless? Heartless? No, we haven't. No, we haven't played anything. Okay, anything off of that yet? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, we we're kind of just Paper Tigers. Yeah, Paper Tigers is the newest thing we've put out that we've been playing, okay. but we're kind of waiting for the next tour to kind of show some of that stuff. Yeah, we're excited. You guys do. You tend to play these things kind of close to the chest, which is probably smart. So I'm guessing you're mostly just like we just don't want. There's a million videos floating around of everybody's great times right. that they're having on Shepard. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want, exactly. Yeah, you don't want, yeah, yeah, you don't exactly. That's, that's not Yeah, that's not how we want that song to debut. That makes total sense. Yeah, so we yeah. we definitely we want we want to have our best foot forward when we're dropping these songs. So we play yeah. it live, and then I play a bad note, and now that bad note is the first <laughs> thing everybody hears of that. You know, so we want to make sure we roll it out the way we want it to roll out, and not. With someone's phone, just right. oh, I got the new song. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that makes sense. With the horrible mic recording, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, right, right. Can't get that first impression back. It. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but we have had the chance to listen to the new track, "Heartless," and man, is it a banger! Yes. <laughs> oh, sweet man. I'm glad you guys awesome. like it. Yes, yes. <laughs> My first joke was that now there's two great like alt metal songs connected to the Wizard of Oz because uh, we're big Breaking Benjamin fans. And oh, they yes. have uh, yeah, that song. Oh, home. do they have one? Home. They got a yeah. song yeah. called Home that I think you the Not Point song you guys definitely is more thematically connected, but it's yeah. kind of like a passing reference in Breaking Benjamin, but still it's a great song. Mm. Yeah, I have to check that one out. Well, you know, uh, you know, Heartless is not the first toe dip into the Wizard of Oz, right? Ooh, carry on. Yeah. Go back and listen to the lyrics from What a Day. Oh, I'm a fan of like band mm-hmm. continuity and like you know <laughs> making those inner intertwining connections between your your music. Yeah. Speaking of What a Day and and Shiprocked, um, <laughs> Aaron and I <laughs> were <laughs> being photo center while Dan was was vacationing, so Aaron and I were posting a lot of the pictures. But you uh you shared the picture that you took with Dan. And I had to, I had to put what a day on the, uh, the Instagram story. So pretty, it's a pretty Dan, good you, tag to go for. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, do you want to tell Jason about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it actually, that, that was quite a day. Cause I'm pretty sure you remember I came up and I said, I had been drinking. You're like, yeah, I can tell. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know how the hell you can tell for one, but <laughs> you, were feeling, you were feeling it, bro. You were feeling Obviously. it. I was going to get to that too. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, you snapped a picture of me and put it on IG. And like the next day I'm looking through social media and sure as shit. There I am like, you know, nice to meet Jason. I was like, what the fuck? I remember that interaction. I do not remember that, that picture at all. Like I don't, I don't remember the picture being taken. I was just like, Oh, there's, a picture of me great which is funny because like earlier 
before we got back on the boat, my wife apparently took picture of me and Grand Turk with these wild donkeys that I have no recollection of. <laughs> what else? Oh, you more to this story. Found There's more story. <laughs> I found the wild donkeys. Yes, I, I was apparently making friends with all of them on Grand Turk, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that was I just wanted to yeah say uh, thanks for that picture. I do appreciate it. it was it was really funny to me just because I was like, I don't remember that picture at all. Like, <laughs> I meant to get one the first day when we when we talked back in, right. uh, at the bar at the back of the boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I That was the thing. I, for whatever reason, until we did the excursion, I I wasn't thinking about taking pictures. And then it's just like it dawned on me. I was like, I need to start taking pictures. And then I didn't see you for the rest of the ship. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I saw Rashid a couple of times. I didn't get a picture with him either. What, uh, hey, what excursion did you do, Dan? We did the uh, where they took us on Grand Turk. They took us to some kind of a resort. It was all you could drink uh, rum punches and well, that uh, explains island, it. island beer. Oh, <laughs> wow. my God. Yeah. Yeah. And Gio from Gio Yanez was uh, there from Giovanni and the higher guns. And so was Joy Varela. And yeah, it was it was a good time. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's, that sounds like fun, man. Yes. <laughs> that was yeah, you had a good old day indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I was I, I learned is that the excursions are well worth it because you just never know who's going to be with you doing whatever you're doing. I think I saw you went ziplining. Is that right, Jason? Yeah. Yep. A whole large group of us did. It was uh, it was absolutely amazing. And it was beautiful weather that day. Was that the same one that uh, Lil Lazar was on, too? Uh, I couldn't say. Okay. There was two groups that went out that day. We were in the first or second group. I'm not sure. OK, I saw okay. her her IG pics. That's the only reason why I was asking. That that brings me up a question, kind of touching back on what we almost started with there. You mentioned how um, you know you guys didn't really see each other when you guys already spend so much time together as you know part of your careers and tours and whatnot. On something like this, do you guys in general think about oh I'm gonna hang out with my you know my bandmates or is it free for all? Does that not matter whatsoever? I'm gonna do whatever I want. If I run into Elias, so be it. If not, so be it. Kind of thing. Yeah, that's how I feel. Normally. Yeah. You just do whatever you want that's, to do. I, honestly, I just I I try to hang out with many different people as I can. Meet more people, bro down with some of the other band members and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and meet bands that I didn't know that we I've, I've liked for so long, and just hang out with as many different people as I can. I I try, and this year I went as far as like I I never take pictures. This year I was like, let's take a picture. Yeah, let's nice. take a picture. Yeah. This year I was like, I'm taking pictures. I'm hanging out with everybody, you know, and, and just like you said, if I see my bandmates, I'll be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and then I might keep moving or I might hang out. I don't know. Hey, you were definitely a, a man on the move all the time. That is for sure. I, I think that's why I ran into you because we were always moving as well. I, I wanted to ask you, though, because I saw you had a couple uh, shows and sets and seeing a lot of bands. Was there any band that you didn't quite know beforehand that just blew you away on this? And it goes for both of you, by the way. At least for me, I, um, I saw... And I'd been on the ship, you know, six times. And out of those six times, probably five out of those six times. Actually, no, every like I've been on there, I've been on there with Daily Suicide. Mm. And I didn't get the chance to see them until this ship. Oh. And they were amazing. Awesome. I was very yeah. blown away by Daily Suicide. I'm disappointed I didn't get to see them because I seen the videos like uh, after we got off. And I'm like, oh, man, they were good. And I, I, I missed them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, also I saw, I mean, we played with Wage War the day before we got on the ship, but I was, you know, impressed by, you know, very impressed by their music. And they put on a great show, you know, Parkway Drive, 
Uh, Stowaways, I thought was really, really good, but they're they're great every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was you know. that was my favorite this year. Believe it or not, too, is I enjoyed the Stowaways performance this year, like probably more than anybody else. That doesn't not mm-hmm. to take away from anybody else, but yeah. that's what I like too. Yeah, nice. yeah. Did you, you get any of you guys get to see uh, you know Corey and Phil and all of them and uh, Atrium? Um, I, I saw. Yeah, I saw Corey Glover with uh, Aranda in the in the atrium. That was really cool. The whole atrium set was just it was surreal. It was like every time yeah. watching it was just really hard to actually like watch the artist because it was just like just it was very distracting almost because it was just such a surreal set. Yeah, it's such a cool looking area, right? Yeah, yeah. performing really in. intimate. One of my favorite sets I saw there was Emily Armstrong and Joey Morrow. And because I didn't know who Emily Armstrong was, she had an amazing voice and just like was pulling songs off her phone and singing them right off her phone. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Oh, but... wow. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was it was quite impressive. Yeah. I love that idea of those combos you can't see in any other context, really. That's what's really cool about Shiprock, too. That's what I was saying with the stowaways, too. But that that Corey and, and Phil Demel and um, Tyrese, I believe his name is, the keyboard player, and I'm not sure the drummer, but that in the atrium was was so good because it was intimate, and they played some really musical songs that were just, and, yeah. and all all the guys just like they killed it, they killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I only watched like a little bit because I was I, I watched about probably like five or six songs, and then I I was hanging out with uh, Mixie from Stitched Up Heart and her dad, and we were just walking through and finding other shows to watch at the same, you know, just trying to catch as many things as we can. And I watched them in the atrium. I was just like, wow, this is great. And I think after that, we went and watched, uh, who was it? Wage War. I think Wage War was playing at the same time. So I think we went and saw them. I think Wage War probably had the most commotion about them, like the most uh, people talking about, well, other than one of the headliners, but um, Wage War probably had the most positive feedback, I think is the way to phrase that, um, of people that just had never heard them or had never seen them and then mm-hmm. just, it was, and just were blown away by them. The other band that for me, the bands that made quite an impression for me was Wargasm and uh, the Nova ah, Twins. Yes. I never got to Nova. see Wargasm. Their their main stage set was was quite an adventure uh, because they had like a lot of stuff go wrong, but they they were quite professionals about it. I was, it was really surprising knowing that they're only a band since 2019. Um, but they like they, you know, mics got unplugged, guitars stopped working. They just kept playing like nothing was happening. It was it was crazy. It was but it was a very impressive set on their behalf. Nova yeah, Twins. Nova Twins was, was great. Yes. Yes. yes, they were a huge standout for me, too. Uh, we caught mm-hmm. their uh, sound check on the deck, but didn't catch their set. I'm not sure what was going on, but then we caught them in uh, that back lounge, the aft lounge, and that was, they were great. And I was like, that was my standout, like new band besides, obviously Mm -hmm. besides the dropout Kings, but I've seen them a million times. They kill it every time. That was super happy. For sure. Yeah. But Nova twins, Nova twins really impressed me because it was different and they were, they were just hyped and it was the, the things that bass player was doing with yes like, yep. sounds yep. Told and she was playing yeah. they she got some pedal boards man yes yes, yes. Those pedal boards were nuts yep. yes that's that's what i was saying like she was playing with three limbs essentially it was it was incredible yeah and they moved they moved the two the singer and the bass player they moved their microphones out into the crowd and played a song in the crowd too which was really cool yeah. yeah, it's the only band the, uh, I saw do that. That was in the, in the uh in the lounge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw pictures of that and I was like, oh snap. <laughs> Look at that. 
you you mentioned the uh the pre-show uh as well uh what were your impressions of uh fame on fire we actually had oh, yeah. brian on our, on oh, our sh- show great man they're a great band great band i was and it's cool because they're florida boys so like you know the band is you know originally from florida and it's nice to get some of them the florida bands together again you know yeah <laughs> and they're yeah. so they're so cool as guys too because that's not the first time we've played with them they played with us at taste of madison before is the first time we got introduced to them and they were the most gracious guys uh talked about gear that uh the drummer let rob use his drum kit at that show oh, yeah. the, day, the day before ship rock and they were just all around helpful and just really cool besides yeah. mm-hmm. the music they're, they're really good yeah 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 brian the lead singer was trying to uh, help help her podcast out he's like who do you want to be introduced to i can introduce you to anybody like this is dustin from star set this is he's just like i appreciate it man <laughs> so yeah no they're they are truly a, an awesome group of guys too mm-hmm. yeah very much so i want to i want to move on shortly here to there's some other bands we want to talk about uh that are very relevant to you guys but I've, yeah. one one related question while we're sort of on this topic still um and maybe a, particularly for Rashid being on on the cruise for six years. Has there been a band that you guys eventually like went on tour with that Shiprock was like your introduction to them or like you met there that you can think of? Like that was the basis mm. of your relationship. Varsity, I thought. Is that true? Maybe. Well, we did go on tour at Varsity, but it's honestly like when we were on, when Varsity was on the ship with us, I never saw them. Mm. You know, I didn't know of them at the time and I'd, I'd miss their sets, but mm-hmm. we did end up getting together with them after, you know, ship rock and, and touring. And now we're great friends with those guys. Yeah. I think their buzz on ship rock is what made us throw their name into the hat at those tours that we did with them afterwards. Yeah, I think so. Because people started talking to us about them and we we're like, wait a minute, they were on ship rock with us. Yeah, and then then I really started to dig in, and I was like, "Wow, these guys are really good." <laughs> yeah, and they've also become really close with us too, you know, and vice versa. They, when we played in New York over the summer, yep. Joey and uh, Javi came out, or was it Javi? No, it was the guitar. No, player. it was it was Paul and and, Paul yeah. uh, and Joe, and uh, yeah, yeah, and Joey and his wife. Yeah, yeah. They came and hung out with us. We went to Dave and Buster's after the show and had a little time <laughs> playing games mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've had Joe on, on the show a couple of times and we've formed a friendship with him as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I hung out with him and his wife on the ship a bunch too. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was it was awesome just being able to talk different music with guys like Joey and, and, and you guys as well. Because that I think that's just one of the things I truly enjoyed. Like I love talking about music with anybody. And then when you're talking with musicians who understand it and, and see it, uh, you know, do it themselves and then they see other artists do it. It's 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 justifying when I have the same opinions, I guess. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, you guys know I listen to your podcast, so I, you guys got good taste in music. You guys yeah. are always putting good bands on and propping good bands up all the time. Yep. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate your uh, engagement on the social media, but also hitting us up at six o'clock in the morning, uh, telling us to that you want to get on the pod again is, <laughs> is also awesome. <laughs> We're always happy for that. I'm an early riser. Yep. <laughs> If I can take a moment to, to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, one of the things that over time that we've recognized as a show is like, especially moving more into interviews, 
because the one we did with Jason, you and, you and Rob a couple years ago was like the fifth one or so we've done. And now we've done, I think, six where we will will soon have done six by the end of February of this year. So like it's really like amped up. And and one thing I notice is that one, we really enjoy it. And for two, it doesn't have to just be a, for the artist. It doesn't have to just be a I went and talked with these guys for 45 minutes thing. And that was that it can be a relationship that continues and where like there's mutual benefit there. And, you know, Dan mentioned Joey is definitely one of those kind of people where like we truly do enjoy promoting, hyping up, you know, encouraging artists who give us their time and sometimes in turn like those people are able to point us in the direction of other cool artists to check out and that kind of thing yep and so jason yeah i think you would probably i would consider you probably the first person that we are able to kind of build that kind of connection with which has been really cool so yeah well i do gotta say i got one gripe though Uh uh-oh Dan, Dan, (laughs) i'm still waiting on the dread beard i knew it i fucking knew it dread beard i I know (laughs) I, uh, I'm not, not gonna, I thought we talked about this the last time. That's we I did bring it up, but <laughs> I listened back to that earlier today yeah. in preparation for this. About I'm intrigued. Dread. Uh, yeah, I was, I, for one, I didn't know that you, that you guys had dreads the first time I interviewed you because you, you're hiding them like you're doing it right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I said that, you know, I wish I could look more rock star and I wish I, I had some kind of dreads since I can't do dreads up top because I just, I don't know, my hair comb is just snappy when it grows long. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that though. I want you to do that. I want, no, thank you. I've never <laughs> seen long haired Dan because it's, it's either it's it's either like super poofy or super nappy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I thought I'd try to grow my beard. I did grow it for an entire year before Shep last year. I went to get it dreaded and they did such a bad job on it. Like it was, it was uneven. It just, uh, it, I don't know. I just, I didn't like it at all. And so I ended up shaving and never have, Never, I, I just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it so, was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. He sent us a picture in the group chat. We're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> we want to be encouraging, brother, but um, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing we can yeah, say so, about that. That's complimentary. <laughs> I'm not sure I can pull off that rock star look. My wife, on the other hand, she's she's she was very noticeable, and like everybody kept like remembering her on Ship Rock. Like I was like, oh yeah, we we met on the elevator. Oh yeah, we met in breakfast. Like how the hell <laughs> you know this crap? With her, with her pink you, hair. I was gonna yeah. say, there you go. Get yourself short pink uh, let hair. Put in a mohawk. mohawk. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. And you'll be matching your wife. It'll be everybody will. Everybody will remember you. It's a That's couple true. with the matching mohawks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You had something you want to get into there, Dan. Yeah. yeah. So I, you got me intrigued. I had to look up the lyrics for what a day and just see. I was like, did I miss something? And of course, yeah, the tap your heels home, which I I, I don't know. That's like a cultural reference. I don't I, I, I just I guess obviously it is a, a reference to uh, the Wizard of Oz, but it just didn't click mm-hmm. in my head, even though I've heard this song probably a million times. <laughs> <laughs> But yep. real quick, because I'm really curious, like after now hearing Heartless and the theme of this song, was the tour like did this all come together? Like the name of the tour, the song, did this all come together at the same time? Like how, how did that happen? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it all did. It all kind of came together. We I mean, we I don't know. What do you what, what do you think, Jay? Uh, we definitely had the song done and the idea and the thought started brewing. 
and it, it kind of built from there, but it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and more ambitious. And everybody is so super excited about what, I mean, within the band, because nobody else really knows what's going on. Yeah, Elias yeah. has <laughs> talked about it. Elias has talked about it on uh, a recent podcast he did. So he's let some of the cat out of the bag without like giving all the mystery away. But we're super stoked for what we got in store for this because it's it's. Yeah, we're kind of going all out. Yep, I mean, I can ask Rashid. I, this, I don't think this is like anything that the band has done with this this big a production and and no. where we're going with it. Yeah, we're trying to push the we're pushing the envelope this time, and like it's definitely going a lot bigger than we we've ever gone. You know, with how everything was going to look and just theme and just this is definitely a new way to, of seeing Nonpoint. Yeah with with this new new tour and just tying it all into the music and uh it'll be a part of the merch it'll be part of you know everything it's gonna be yeah it's gonna we're gonna the club's gonna be involved everywhere we go and uh when people walk in and they they see the vibe and they I mean, everything we've thought everything out for this, even the music that's playing during bands, between bands and everything else like that. It's all tied in together. So when people get there for those first couple of shows and see what we've put together, we think that it's going to be really good. But with the the photo ops and things like that, it's hoping for a a good social media buzz after the first couple of shows. Yeah, hopefully it'll like, you know, get other people to want to check it out and see what they missed, you know? Yeah. Well, we're we're hoping to catch you in Kansas for that show. Cool. Yeah, we might make the rare itch road trip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, especially after hearing that, we're like, okay, this is like a super unique kind of experience. Then. Cool. Well, yeah, and on top of that, the other bands that are joining you, we've we've had members of them on our show. We've had we've spoken with Sky of Sumo Psycho and Matt James of Blacktop Mojo. Oh, I- that's the good thing about them too. Uh, you know, Elias let the cat out of the bag a little bit, so I can say a little bit that he, you know, the other bands are fully invested in what we're doing, and yeah. they're theming their show along with everything that's going on too. So it's going to be completely three hundred and sixty immersive with with yeah. everything we have going on. The nice. whole tour is 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 a part of the whole spiel, and we're trying to we're trying to build something that you know people may have not seen yet, you know, and hopefully people will dig it. I think they will. Oh yeah. I'm just imagining sky right now because when we spoke to her, she, she's a creative whirlwind. (laughs) And so like, I can't, I can just imagine her whenever you guys presumably pitched, okay, here's what we're thinking. Like (laughs) her brain going a mile, like a thousand miles an hour with ideas for, for how they could, you know, incorporate into that. That's, that had to be like, the most exciting idea for for those guys <laughs> oh yeah totally oh totally her and you know francesca and elias elias has mm-hmm. been really really like brainstorming and coming up with a lot of cool things about this whole tour too you know i feel like francesca just keeps coming up with her being given or whatever it is like new ways to shine within kind of the the family here yeah 100 yeah. percent well, and the one thing that I was kind of curious of is that I think you guys have toured with Sumo Psycho before, and I think this is the first time you might be touring with Blacktop Mojo. Was the selection of those bands, did that have anything to do with the theme or were they selected because of the theme chosen for this? Hmm. I think Sumo, Sumo Psycho was probably a safe bet. We knew they'd probably be yeah. on board with all yeah. this. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we, I think they're originally the first band that we we looked at, and then we uh, started talking with, uh, you know, our agent, and you know, Blacktop is a part of our uh, booking agency, right? They're part yeah, of our booking I, agency. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and we love those guys. I love, mm-hmm. dudes, love their music, and we just thought it'd be uh, just a cool fit, you know, us us three together. We did. And, Excuse me, guys. Yeah. I got to take my pot pies out of the oven. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. yeah right. <laughs> we did. We did a handful of shows with Blacktop earlier. I think early summer okay. or spring or something like that. And we instantly click with those guys. They're uh-huh. so they're down to earth mm-hmm. and just just good people too. And it was an easy match. And we we kept trying to do more things with them and plan more things in the future, but they're busy and we're busy and yep. you know, everything finally came together for this and we couldn't be happier to have them out on this. Yeah. So that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Super excited. <laughs> this is, I think every conversation we have, uh, oh, sorry, there's, there's a moment where I'm like, I wish we were on YouTube because something visually great just happened that, <laughs> that nobody's going to see. <laughs> and Rashid just popping back into frame like that. That's the one for this, for this interview. <laughs> Sorry, not to I take away he, from what Jason was saying. That was very valuable too. Yeah, you got to get the pop. I thought he was going to say. His, I thought he was going to say his tea kettle was whistling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the oven beeping at me. Well, He's not even the first person that had to take a break to go grab some food in the middle of an interview before. So yeah. Oh <laughs> we, wow. We had that. The oxy, oxymorons did that one before too. <laughs> oh wow, that's those guys. Yeah, but oh, they're amazing. <laughs> to to your point there, what you're saying, Jason, and I think we touched on this in a previous conversation, but I'm going to bring it back around again with the way that 361 operates and how you guys are are all you're running your own show when you're booking tours is it more often you guys brainstorming like a pool or a couple of choices and then kind of selling each other on it more so than in in many cases it might be an agent or somebody else that is making the pitch is that more of an internal Uh, process for you guys or it works both ways but we we usually do pitch a list of bands we would like to see and then let yeah. the agent the agent do the work from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we get on a you know a text message thread with you know just the band members and we just talk about, hey, who do you want to go out with? Like what you know, and then we all start throwing names in a pot. Once we get them all together, like Jay said, and we hit them, you know, give it to the uh, agents. And yeah. See what they they think and who they have on the back burner that could you know possibly help move the needle with mm. you know the yeah I tell you I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the Nova Twins out there for for the future that would be <laughs> well, ever since they yeah. came up in the conversation yeah. I'm like those guys would be fantastic together like yeah 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 I'd like that yeah yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure I saw almost every band member at their set in the F lounge so. <laughs> <laughs> From non point, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but I, I think you guys chose very well with this one. I'm we're super excited. This is one of the first uh tours that we've actually seen every act we've or we've actually interviewed every act that's on this. Um, and and so we, we're going to do everything in our power to try to go see you guys live. You're not coming near our town for some reason, but that's fine. Well, <laughs> we, were, we were trying to, to still go drive and hook up a, a venue to <laughs> like, I legitimately a did, did a little bit of work to try to try to help get something in there, and it, it just wasn't it wasn't seeming to to be meant to be but you know that's yeah. all right we can we can <laughs> it won't be the first time that we've gone to uh lawrence kansas actually for a show which is interesting <laughs> so that's like our random 
extra home base or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Definitely. I don't, I don't about think this will be the last time that we do this. I think this is going to be something we're going to be pushing for a while. So okay. Yeah. I mean, if and, and oh. a lot of people, you know, you always get the random comments about. And it happens to every band every single time they announce yeah. a tour. Yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah, someone, yeah. Oh, I don't see my city. Oh, no love for my city. If, yeah. if you if you look at the map of the shows, you'll see it's only in a specific location of the country. Right, so yeah. there's there's a whole lot more map to cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you mentioned the same thing last year with with the Ruthless tour that you're doing. It's like, OK, we have this leg covering this region and then we have this other leg. Take a break and yeah. then go out and do another region. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. We just got, you know. People just got to be patient and we'll, uh, we'll make it out that way. Yeah. Or if they really want to see you that badly, you know, like we said, road trips, road trips are fun. Get out there and go do it. And we've got a lot of road trip fans too, like a lot of road trip fans. So speaking of the, I'm always curious, like every time we get to a show, like especially when we go early, there's always like the, the diehard fans that have like been to every show are you guys expecting like a, a huge group of, of followers that will, you know, follow to every single show? Like, it, cause to me, it, it just never fails. Like there's always uh, like five to 10 people, almost every concert I go to. Yeah. It, I mean, that's, that's pretty much in every tour for us, you know, there's yeah. a certain amount of people that you'll see and like, they'll pop up at our shows and do our VIPs multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing enough. like you just did like it's the same VIP, so you <laughs> or hearing the same acoustic songs as we're doing, they're, they're just like, oh, that's, I'm good with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome here, and we love them for that. Yeah, and we give them all the time in the world too. They they deserve it. Yeah, yeah. If I can uh, kind of connect a couple of things here, you know, one thing conversation that we have very regularly lately is about the nature of how and when music is released and kind of the transition from like a couple years in an album to oftentimes more rapid fire smaller releases and you guys definitely started you know kind of altered your approach it seems in that way as well you know you had last year you released ruthless and then the ep coming after that and then and the entirety of everything basically that you guys did in 2022 more or less was based on that aesthetic coming out of like that track, you know, all the, you know, the photo shoots, the music video, the tour, um, and the whole EP just kind of sprawling out of the ruthless concept. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what is happening again here. Maybe this is more symmetry, which I always, again, love in music with, with heartless in 2023. Is that pretty accurate to say? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, it's 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 kind of like, you know, I said in, you know, previously in other interviews that, you know, like people, people are consuming everything so quickly now, you know, mm-hmm. with the social media and everybody's got a cell phone and like intention spans go very quickly. So it's like if we put out a whole record right now. Next month, you're gonna be like, where's the next record? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> next record. Well, we just gave you 10 songs. Right. Well, but it's a month later. So where's the rest of the, where, where's more? We need more. <laughs> We're greedy. Yeah. Kind of got to chill it out for everybody so they can just kind of, you know, chew on that for a little bit and then, you know, and then give them a little bit more here and then drop a few more here and stretch it out, you know, because like, like we would, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to drop, you know, a whole a ton of songs all at once anymore because yeah. like, everybody's 
eating it up so quick and waiting for the next thing and we don't have the next thing then <laughs> oh well let me move on to this other thing like <laughs> oh well the world you know? <laughs> I think you guys also found a way to, yeah, last time we spoke, Jason mentioned like you guys were playing the entire Ruthless EP on those shows. So like you were, mm -hmm. those songs didn't go to waste. You didn't have like track eight just buried somewhere. And then, you know, yeah. it was, there was nothing to it. Like everything had its purpose and, you know, was able to carry you through that time mm -hmm. a lot yeah. longer. And the old model of things, you know, nobody really does anymore. It was, you put out an album and then you toured to support it. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, yep. everybody puts out a song and then goes on tour. It's kind mm -hmm. of totally the opposite now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the cool thing is you got people like Francesca doing art on all of the EPs that kind of tie together. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Makes it all yep. cohesive. And, and that's all that is. Yeah. That's all planned out that way. Mm -hmm. and, what I love is like even the words tied together, like ruthless and heartless. Are you guys hitting up the the, the thesaurus and like next song going to be merciless and countless? Like there you go. What's going on? Yeah, it was all pretty too. You know that was you know a lot of uh, you know I think Elias came up with a lot of those ideas and that it, was it's awesome. It's and it's working very well. You know just because you know it does all tie together and that type of cohesiveness is. Is, is cool because once you get it all together, you know, it's like it's a whole big story that's being put together, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if this cat has been let out of the bag or not, but is that then, is Heartless also going to be the title of the next EP, if you can say that or not? <laughs> he can't say. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what has been let out of the bag. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can we can leave it there. We like to ask. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. You know, it's all good. We can leave because we had Paper Tigers came first, and so I didn't know really where that fit into the into the picture. Um, mm -hmm. So, all right, we'll leave that th that there. But we still, one way or the other, we we as Dan noted, we we like that that ruthless into heartless into this kind of thematic symmetry going on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we we play stupid word games like that on a radio show all the time. Like we'll just <laughs> play with song names into a different song name. Just oh, you try to make transitions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love so I love that. I love that you guys are doing that too. Yeah, yeah we we dabbled in it with ruthless. You know, we made the whole our whole aesthetic uh -huh. about ruthless with from our stage show to our look to everything. Music video, and then uh, like I said before, yeah, and then we're doing that tenfold with heartless now. So okay. whatever comes next is. I think is going to blow our minds. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We're, we're awesome. ready. Yeah. So I got a couple more things we kind of want to touch on if, if that's all right. And one as is actually you guys relationship, you know, nonpoint celebrated 25 years. I think it was as a band last year. Yeah. Um, it, Jason being the, the newest member, uh, Rashid, you joined the band about more or less halfway through its, its timeline so far. Um, mm -hmm. But you guys have known each other. So we've heard for a good 20 plus years. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think I met Jason. I remember the day I met Jason. <laughs> and we played oh, in Chicago at a place called U.S. Beer Company. Oh, um, yeah. The, the Mob Fest. Or was it Mob Fest gig or not? Or was it just an off show? Might have been a Mob Fest thing. I don't know. But I know. No, you we, guys, knew, we, knew, we knew each other already then at Mob Fest because we played Mob Fest. You played yeah, upstairs. We played downstairs. So we knew each other before that. This is before that. And this was just one of those shows that 
was at that place and you, your band was playing short wick was playing in the basement at this place and we were playing my band crashport was playing upstairs and there was like multiple bands playing you know and like i went downstairs just to check them out and i was just like holy crap look at this band this band's awesome you know like that was the day i met jason and i'm trying to think what year that was that had to have been like 2000 2001 maybe I had, I had to be i had to be 21 already that's for sure yeah. so it had it had to be about it had to be about 2001 2002 you had the the, the lenses uh the, the white you, contact uh, lenses <laughs> <laughs> oh all right so you you've been doing this visual aesthetic thing for a while it's not it's not new <laughs> at non-point <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember and you had the big baggy uh you had some big baggy like cargo pants on that one <laughs> yeah uh, I, was, I, I was like I was in all all white that day. I had all these white. big, big baggy white cargo pants yeah. with this big it was I think it was an echo outfit. And then I had my hair spray painted white and I had white yep. contacts. <laughs> white. Yeah. White contacts. Yep. I remember it. That was the day I met you. <laughs> I saw that guy and I could not forget him. <laughs> I had already been following Rashid because I, I knew who Crash Poet was. So I was already like following them guys around kind of like a little puppy dog like one play some shows with me <laughs> <laughs> and we did yeah we did nice nice awesome. and then you did again many <laughs> years later yeah <laughs> right <laughs> quite some time man like yeah like 20 plus years so yep. it's been a long long time like we've you know come into contact with each other and kind of lost contact for a while but then come back again you know and yeah that's really cool yeah how did you end up getting into non-point rashid uh i was uh well what happened with uh me is i was in a band before non-point called in cinema where i was the i was a singer guitar player also adam my bass player our bass player from non-point he was in my band also okay okay and um also there was another guy dave lizio who was also in my band also <laughs> And he was on the return also in nonpoint. So three three out of the four people in my band joined nonpoint and for the album or the return. That's a return. I'm self-titled. The self-title. Okay. Okay. And um originally they actually connected Rob uh, Rob Rivera hooked up with my guitar player Dave Lizio, because he was just kind of putting out riffs and putting them on online and stuff. And Rob heard it and was like, this guy's pretty good. And, and started kind of like talking with Dave. Dave eventually said like, Hey man, um, you should check out uh, my other guitar player, Rashid. He's pretty good. And, you know, pretty good guitar player. And then, you know, at the time they were going to be looking for a new bass player too. So they were like, check out our bass player, Adam too. (laughs) Lo and behold, you know, that that connected and then three fourths of my band joined on point. <laughs> so you're just you're a, yeah, a uh, one man recruiting show. If if anytime non point needs somebody, you're like, check out Rashid's <laughs> contact list. He's got you. <laughs> our whole connection, our whole connection is so roundabout and weird because when Rashid was in in cinema with all those guys. I was in another band uh, called Villain vs. Villain, and we actually yeah. played a show together for like this radio thing. And then, like immediately after that show, is when they joined Nonpoint. And the weird thing is, 
the first guitar player that came in and replaced Andy was mm-hmm. Zach, and Zach was on the Miracle record. And I replaced Zach in the band he left to go join Nonpoint. <laughs> yeah. 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 Royal, right? Well, not, not yeah, Royal. It, it was, yes, it was Royal. Was it? At, when, I, when I joined, it was Royal, and then we rebranded to Villain vs. Villain. Mm. That's right. Before Royal, they were Chinese downhill, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. I love this. I love I love that you guys remember all each other's band yeah. names. <laughs> oh yeah. We were it was a tight community here in Chicago, the local music scene. During like between 2000 and like I don't know, maybe I'd say earlier, maybe 99 to like 2003-4, the community in Chicago was super tight and it people was- were out on the streets just passing out flyers like crazy and just tight. <laughs> yeah. Everybody went to everybody's shows, everybody yep for their shows at their shows and like it it just created this crazy huge community and the kids were coming out to our shows like crazy we were selling i mean we were selling out some of the biggest venues you know in chicago bumping national acts you know for local and it was great and back you know back in that time it was it was a good time yeah quick detour off of that uh, since since i i do live in chicago um what kind of want to ask what's uh you guys personal favorite Chicago venues to play in? Oh, the Metro is definitely. Yeah, yeah. Metro. That's a fairly, I'm not going to say unanimous, but that's probably the most common answer that I feel like I've heard or seen people like just shout, like the Metro is just so beloved in this city. Metro is just like, yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy is that Nonpoint has never played the Metro. Wow. All right, then. So why is it is it, why is it that that's a particular favorite venue? Is it the sound, acoustics, the, the setting? Like what makes it your favorite? Yeah, sound, oh, <laughs> all of it, everything. Fair enough. <laughs> well, it, it was so cool because all these bands, all these bands were playing bars and small clubs, and and the Metro is like a regular like theater like size venue. Okay. And when they started doing local acts, and they saw that it was being successful. It was it was so huge for all these young kids and all the young bands to get to play in a venue like that and then bring out the crowds that they brought too. It just became such a place where everybody would get together. I mean, Rashid and all them guys were from Chicago. I was from Indiana, still from Indiana. I just across the border. So uh-huh. yeah. in in my bands, I was I was willing to go. I, I was the only person. I would I would go to Chicago every weekend or for every show. I'd be there by myself because yeah. I, I loved it. yeah. I loved what was going on there so much. Nice. I'm thinking about so one of my favorite bands is Local H, also Chicago band. Great band. Actually the one band the most ever is local age well they 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 for 20 for as yeah about about the same length as not as non-point maybe even a little longer have been you know still making the rounds all over the chicago region but uh i remember during the pandemic like right in the middle of 2020 scott lucas he was doing like acoustic performance of streaming like on top of the metro is kind of that you know there was like an effort to like basically keep venues afloat during that time because they weren't yeah. you know getting shows and he he just i've like that dude rides so hard for that venue yeah and there's a guy who has who has over 20 30 years played every venue within probably a 100 mile radius of of this place and i've local age at the metro more times than that's that's where i saw them the most was at the metro <laughs> i just missed a chance yeah. to see them on new year's eve and i'm and i'm kind of kicking myself I actually don't remember if that one was at the Metro or not, but it was local age on New Year's Eve. It had to be a great party. 
but well, here we that's are. How, that's, that's how iconic that place is. Look at Metallica on their first tour on Kill 'Em All. They played the Metro in 1982 wow. and then didn't return to play there again for 25 years. Rob went to the show last year. Yeah, like 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 Metallica did a show at the yeah. Metro. Yeah, that would be crazy seeing a like band recent. like that in small video. Yeah. yeah, that's that's something about that venue, you know. And I mean, not to say that the other venues aren't great, you know. I still love uh-huh. the House of Blues in Chicago. I oh love yeah, the, oh yeah, the Double Door, and you know, I miss I mean, the Double Door. Yeah, I miss the Double Door. Like I even love places like Subterranean and like um, Bottom Lounge. Bottom Lounge, the first Bottom Lounge, the second Bottom Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the elbow room? The elbow room was really, really the elbow room because it was like a, a bedroom room. size. It was small. <laughs> That's one of the best venue names I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. It was named that for a reason because you were you were elbow to elbow because yeah. the place the place was only like like five hundred square feet or something like that. It was small. <laughs> Oh, but still, you know, great shows there, you know, and great, great place, great people running it. Mentioning all these venues, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, has there been a venue that you played at and you're like, wow, I, I finally made it. I'm playing at, at such and such like Red Rocks or whatever it might be the case. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying <laughs> <Okay>. to get <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and tie tying in even further to the I don't mean to cut you off, Rashi, but tying into the local scene even more, like bands we've played with uh called Lift Point. We st- two of the guys, we stir well, uh um what's his name was in Colonel Stem, but those go. guys run one of the best merch companies in Chicago, Rowboat, and we still use them to get our merch. Yeah, huh. yeah we yeah, they do our merch right now and it's great because they that they're tied in with me and Jason and the Chicago scene and also Rob Rucha, who's one of our managers mm-hmm. and also yeah. runs the studio that we record at and that I work at also. And he's part of that Chicago scene also. That's actually a really good good kind of transition here. Um, so we wanted to make sure we spent a little time kind of kind of focusing specifically on you, Rashid, um, being that it's your first time, you know, joining us. You mentioned mm-hmm. you just now that you worked at that studio. Get them. Yeah. They want to do a quick shout out to the fact that, that you not only work as part of Nonpoint, but you you do production work and some other things on the side as well. So if there's if there's anything you wanted to kind of shout out or. Yeah, man. It's a Uptown Recording, man. Uptown Recording in Chicago. That's where Rob Rucha, you know, who I've assisted for many years up there. And we've done lots of records. I mean, worked on a bunch of Nonpoint records and. A lot of other people's and also fun facts joe daniels left one of his drum kits from <laughs> that time of you know bound for the floor and all that mm-hmm. like <laughs> drum sets is at that studio and we continue we use it all the time for recording that's really tell cool about the scallons yeah. tell them about yeah. the scallons uh, <laughs> a friend of the studio so you know, we all we've been pretty close with him for many years yeah so uptown recording is a great place uh, yeah, I, I also do stuff up there, and we do a lot of stuff for Rob Scallon, if you ever heard of that guy. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, all that stuff's fun. I do I do music production on my own, too. I do hip-hop production, and right now I'm actually currently, like, scoring a movie, which is very new for me, which is kind of fun. That's awesome. That's got to be creatively fulfilling, such as yeah. a stretch. Yeah. Different. It's very different. It's a yeah. horror film. So, like, it's... It's, it's interesting but uh yeah you know i mean 
for me, follow me on my on my Instagram sheet. <laughs> Productions at Ratham Productions at She Point. Follow Jason. Follow Nine Point at Nine Point. Or Nine Point. Nine Point Band. Uh, Jason. Yeah, I think it's Nine Point Band. Yeah, we'll figure it out and yeah. make sure it's in the show notes either way for all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got oh, you yeah. covered. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, I mean, that's kind of what I do. I'm music man all the time, basically, always doing music, which is what I set my life. I was hoping to set my life into doing, and I'm doing it, which is great. So yeah, I can't complain, and I won't take it for granted. <laughs> Rashid's the man. Rashid is the man. He's a man of of uber many talents. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what you said before, and and I remember I remember Rob telling us in the first interview that that Rashid knows everyone, and so I think we've we've got I've, I've seen a little bit of that right here in this conversation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know everybody. <laughs> so we do. We've still called them rapid fire questions, even though their answers aren't always rapid fire. It just really <laughs> depends on the on the on the guests. We've asked Jason most of these, but I do want to make sure Jason knows that you're welcome to to chime in with more if you like. But uh, so we'll direct these to both of you guys and get some get some answers from from Rashida in particular. Yeah. So what's a song or an album that changed your life? Purple Rain. The album. Yeah. And the movie. <laughs> yes. What's a no skips album? So an album that you're going to listen to the entire thing all the way through. That would be first Mudbang record. All right. All right. Name a band that everyone should see live. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Who should you see live? That's so many. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You can rattle them off if you have more than one. <laughs> You know, what's funny is I, I this is this is a weird one because it's it's an old one and this band is not really around anymore. But it was one of the one of the shows that made me go, "Holy crap! I got to step my game up." You know? <laughs> yeah. And this was back in like the Jägermeister tour days of you know those new metal early days. Uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And oddly enough, I was blown away by Cold Chamber. Did All anybody right. see Cold yeah. Chamber first? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have seen them live. Yeah. Do you see how the drummer and like, <laughs> like the drummer, dude, you watch the drummer Cold Chamber, and I was just like, this guy is a showman, dude. Yeah. Like, he was like, and then like seeing, like, I was very impressed by Cold Chamber back in the day. And Play, it, the flailing arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all that crazy cool shit. I was like, oh my God, why, why is this so cool? But that's, that's cool. And, and then, <laughs> And Meeks is doing this thing, and then they're all moving together. And I was like, "Man, that's a great, great live show." I was very impressed by Cold Chamber. So, uh, but they're not really around anymore. Although I think they're doing a show somewhere. Blue Ridge. They're doing yeah. Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge. So you will have yeah. another chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never know. You know. And uh, and Sick New World. I was like Cold Chamber back, you know, in the two thousands. I don't know what they are like now. I'm sure they're still <laughs> rock. It's Mike Mikey Cox, the drummer. He's 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 awesome. Dude, that, that was the guy I watched, man. I watched him big time. But, uh, of course, like I said, Purple Rain, so Prince, but then no one's going to get to see Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, who else uh, have I seen recently that really blew me away? Uh, well, shit, I, you know, it was just on Shiprock. I saw, you know, Davey Suicide. I thought they were mm-hmm. great. We'll see them, you know. And 
uh, Wage War was, you know, they kind of blew me away with their music and and uh, Nova Twins. Yeah. We just we were talking about them. On yeah. the, that out of the newer. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I've seen. And my oh, Mute Math. Have you ever heard of the band? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's great. I'm so glad somebody brought him up. Them up. <laughs> Go see Mute Math. <laughs> They're amazing live. Yeah, they are. One of the most fun shows I ever saw live. That. <laughs> Drummer wraps his head in in a whole roll of of duct tape and to keep his headphones on. And by halfway through the show, they're still falling off. Oh <laughs> still falling God. off. He wears the headphones <laughs> and he wraps his head. <laughs> he straight wraps his head in he the whole row. It's drum. <laughs> he put his kick drum on the crowd and rode the kick drum to yeah. the crowd. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy cow! Like yeah. like Billy crowd surfed with the kick drum and was playing the kick drum throughout the crowd. It was I was like. What and then the, and then the singer does flips over his Rhodes keyboard. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that's yep, what I yep. remember. Flips, yep. like flips over his. Yeah, I've seen he's him do that. That, that dude, he'll he'll hang from the rafters while he's singing and stuff. They're just they're wild. He's, I know, and they're not like a heavy band. No, <laughs> no. they're not. No, they're just <laughs> wild. They throw down, and it's just it's it's great. Great, great, great show. Yeah, <laughs> a great a great one like that too. They they blew me away on Shiprock last year was sixty eight. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's another one. There you go, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> go see sixty eight live. Go yeah. see him. another two New piece. Guy. That's uh, yeah, another two piece that sounds like like six guys. It, yeah. they're just so huge. Holy crap, man! Yeah, that's one of the coolest <laughs> thing to me. Whenever you can have a two man band that just fills a whole room. Like that's, yeah. that's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about local eight. Go see local eights too. You know, local eights is great. I'm planning to, they just announced one for a show this month, their Chicago show for the month as they often do something like that. <laughs> yeah. So if we got to wrap this up we'll, and we'll definitely want to sell heartless again Oh yeah. and the tour. Yeah. The Emerald cities tour. Yeah. Starting in March, March 2nd and going throughout March, blacktop mojo, sumo psycho, nonpoint. It's going to be great. We are super excited about that tour because we we are hyped about all three of those bands. Excellent. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, just lots of great things coming for Nonpoint. We're super excited about the tour, the song, uh, possible other things you guys are alluding to. Uh, so super, super uh, excited for all the things you guys got going on. We're deep into writing again right now. So Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. So if you haven't listened to the song already, go listen to it right after this episode's over. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. The new song from Not Point Heartless out right now. If you are hearing this episode. The day it drops. The day it drops. <laughs> if you're hearing an episode, the day it drops. Yeah. As you should. I mean, you know, why not? And you know what? No matter what, actually, if you're listening exactly. to it in the future, a year from now, this song is still out and you can still go support them and listen to it and buy it. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. Exactly. This, ep- this episode is now evergreen. So, yes. <laughs> glad you guys are digging it, man. I'm glad uh, Rucha was able to get you um, an advanced uh, listen of it. Listen. You guys, uh, yeah, you guys no, got a few good listens right. on it and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I just streamed it like five times in a row during my workout <laughs> earlier today. Like, Nonpoint is really good workout music <laughs> it's always one of those things where i'm like man I, they're probably gonna cut this off because i'm probably listening to it too much like Dan's <laughs> always worried about that is there an upper limit of a yes. streaming link like, <laughs> we have run into that problem a couple times where we'll get an advance and it'll 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 have a counter on it like five 
and between the three of us we'll, we'll listen to it once they're like oh crap we used we, we used, used them all already i'll just oh, i'll wow. just tell you rooch has got his spy glasses on because every time you guys hit that play button he knows oh he yeah. knows. see i knew it i knew it he's gonna That's cut me right. off man yeah. That's all right. make sure you guys all get out there and pre-save it too now well yeah now it's already dropped so never mind but you know the best like i've said it a bunch of times before the the best thing that you can do for us is like it on your favorite platform add it to your playlists mm-hmm. share it Fair. anything you can do that gives it the extra mile in that algorithm mm-hmm. yeah well it, it'll be on the new rock roundup playlist that we do so oh <laughs> it'll be the lead track on the roundup playlist that's for yes. sure yeah yeah we like to have a, i like to have the lead yeah awesome but we really appreciate your guys's time we love talking with you guys so any, anytime you have the need to hype up anything you're always welcome back excellent thank you Thanks, very much man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us. Definitely appreciate it. Don't forget, I'm always listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love we love that you are. And Jason, you're you're uh competing with Eva, like going back and forth with the the most uh appearances on the show. Yeah, you just tied her at number three, right? <laughs> or uh Eva's well, got four. four. Eva's got yeah. four. So you gotta She's one have to have you on uh sooner than later. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you got to beat her. She's going to come back yep. on sometime in the summer. I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should wrap it up because we actually didn't do a formal outro to this episode. Yep. So thank you very much for joining us. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. Rashid. Jason. And until next time, go listen to Heartless. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. Off recording, did you guys see Jason's most recent uh, post on Instagram where it was uh, vacation versus reality? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. He's hilarious. He had me (laughs) rolling with that. Not the same, not the same, not the same. (laughs) <laughs> jason's great oh man I, like when i first saw it i was like that dude seriously barefoot out in snow yeah he is <laughs> it's fucking crazy man